think, and remember, Kevin's my Kevin's little girl. I just made that for her, but she's been most of the last few days.
thinking and praying this week and uh, about what the Lord had me to do and what he had me say and where he had me to go and I was in one chapter and I stayed there all week and uh, God changed my mind and he gave me a thought earlier in the week and I had looked at it a couple times and I had thought about it and prayed about it but I didn't go back to it and I began to think that that's where I need to stay at this one chapter I stayed in like I said several several times and then last night I was sitting down kind of Get ready for today, and he turned me, he turned me right around. He said, "That's not the way you need to go. This is where I want you to go." So, I guess that's for another day, or maybe that was just for me to help me. That's good, though. I love how the Lord is about stuff like that. I was thinking about when I was posting the podcast Wednesday about something God gave me to put on there, and I and the what He put on, and I don't know if you read it or not. It said, uh, "And after all that." You're still on the porch. And that's what he gave me. And I thought, how sometimes God will send something and you know we'll turn a deaf ear to it like a don't And then I was thinking and studying and praying and thinking about this and I thought, sometimes God will send you something just to see if you listen. Just to see if you listen. So then, I had a gospel song on in the on my desk here at work, and God sent me something that quick. And He said, "Write it down now." And I did that, and I put it in my Bible like I did. He gave me two words: "Come seeking." And that's what He gave me. When you come in this place, you've got to have a desire to serve the Lord. And he keeps sending me back, I feel like sometimes in the same direction, but it's all different. When I go through it, it's all different. And he'll send me different places. And uh, y'all want to read with me? I'm, I'm going to be in, well, you can see there, a lot of places today, but the, the Lord gave me that. Come see. But like I said, before that, he gave me that. And after all that, it's still on the porch. Sometimes, like I said, God will send something just to see if you're listening. And you'll see when we get through here what God sent me, and then it turns around. Amazing how God's Word is and how He'll show you if you'll come seeking. You'll come looking. But there's a trick. There's a trick to it. Read it to you. I am in the 29th chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Am I talking loud enough so everybody can hear me? I want to make sure everybody can hear me fine. All right. So, yeah. it, I, I feel like I'm loud, but I'm not. But anyway. 29th chapter of the book of Jeremiah, 12th verse says this Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go 
and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. Yes. And ye shall seek me and find me. Now here, here is your charge. Okay? You ready? When ye shall seek, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Now see, there's a little bit of a trick to it there. You go looking for the Lord, you might not find what you're looking for. Because you go half-heartedly. Yeah. You just kind of willy-nilly in there and ain't a clue about what you're doing. You're just trying to act like you're serving God and you're skipping right along. You ain't even trying. Uh, you ain't even trying. Come to church, every service, you ain't even trying. You're worried more about what's going on out there and what's going on outside this holler than you are what's going on this house. Mm-hmm. I'll be the other way around. I heard you say it. Church ought to be the reason why you miss everything. That's the truth. And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Now we're going to go into the book of Daniel. Into the ninth chapter of the book of Daniel in the third verse it says, And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication, with fasting, and sackcloth, and man. before God. Seek by prayer. Come seek by God's prayer, by works, by humbling yourself before Him, by Him being everything and everything. Yeah. And just pray. I'm going to keep too, huh? So now we're going to go into the sixth chapter of the book of Matthew. I'm going to give you another charge. You ready? The men God told you this. You shall search for me with all your heart. Okay? Here's your note. Sixth chapter, 33rd verse, book of Matthew. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. Are you ready? Are you ready? And His righteousness. Not yours. And His righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. It's true. So he wants you to come with your whole heart. You put him third, eighth, twelfth on your list. Now what says? Seek ye first. God will be the most important thing in your life. In every decision you make, in everywhere you go, in every walk you do, in everything that you are, it should be the first thing that you think. 
But you're going to do it in your cell. No, no, no. His righteousness. Okay? So that lets me know there ain't no righteousness in me. And I promise you that. If I ever was to tell you what I am, I'm probably like a garbage truck. That's about it. His righteousness. So through his blood, you are made righteous. Now we're going to go. And we're going to stay here. Seventh chapter of the book of Matthew as well. In the seventh verse says this. Ask. And it shall be given you. Seek. And ye shall find a treasure. Knock. And it shall be opened in you. You got to put force in it. You got to step out there and knock on the door and say, Lord, it's me. I need to talk to you about yourself. Lord, it's me. Bless you. Sit out on the porch. You ready to come in? Bless For everyone that asketh, receive. And he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be sold. You got to get up and go. You got to ask. And if you do, you'll find it. A lot of times we'll half heartedly look like I said. Ask the Lord for something without your whole heart. Not be concerned. That's hard to read. We see that. You see that a lot. Just going through the motions. But it says, He that knocketh, it shall be opened. So you got to put some legs on your faith. You got to come to God. Um, you got to come to God. And nothing. And lean on His righteousness and not yours. <clears throat> and I thought this last night. And you know how the devil works all the time. But this is how it come, comes to me kind of strong. I'm sitting there studying and talking. Half the people in the church don't believe nothing I say. I think I Under the sound of my voice, don't don't believe nothing you say. God will give me something and I'll bring it to you and it don't mean nothing. I ain't going that way. I'm not going to do it. It mean nothing to me. But then God gave it right back to me while I was sitting there studying. He said this. Remember what I said last Sunday? Keep doing what you're doing, you keep getting what you're getting. So, here we are. Jeremiah says, Ye shall search for me with all your heart. 
And Daniel says, set my face to the Lord to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sacrifice and ashes. And we come over here and we were talking here in Matthew. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Matthew said that. Then we've already come over here. Now we're going to go into the 28th chapter of the book of Matthew. I'm going to put it down in here. But remember, you keep doing what you're doing, you keep getting what you get. Not ask. Prayer. 28th chapter of the book of Matthew, 4th, 5th verse. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not, fear not ye. For know that, for I know that ye seek Jesus, <coughs> he is not here, for he is risen. As he said, Come and see the place where the Lord lies. I want to seek him. They put some feet on their face. Come see about the Lord. Now we're going to go over. Look at Luke. 24th chapter. It's first. Remember. I'm seeking. Okay. 24th chapter of the book of Luke. This verse says this. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek you the living among the dead? He is not here but risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was in Galilee. Yet in Galilee. The Lord talked to you. To see if you listen. Let's see if you listen. You come seeking? What are you seeking? Just going through the motions and not caring? Yeah. Idle words. Don't even think about where God's at in your life. Find yourself in that place about that. You think it'd take a day or two, a month or two? Nope. Just a minute. You find yourself on some rabbit hunt offside and ain't got nothing to do with God, nowhere near where God's at. Now, we're going to go into 1 Corinthians, 10th chapter. 33rd verse. Now here's another charge. I want you to listen to what this says. We're in 1 Corinthians 10th chapter, 33rd verse. It says, Even as I please all men in all things, not seeking mine own profit, but the profit of many but the purpose. 
There's a reason for you to come seek Him. There's a reason for you to come seek Him. And what is it? Even as I please all men and all things, not seeking mine own profit. I've already saved you. I've already been good to you. I've already watched over you. I've already took care of you. God's already been good to you. But the profit of many that they may be seeking. Come seek. See, if you'll come seeking, you'll profit somebody else. And we're going to go over into Colossians chapter 3. In the first verse, first and second. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God, and set your affections on things above and not things of the earth. Come see. Come seek. Come seek. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sits. On the right hand. Set your affections. Set your affections. On things above and out of things above. Your affections. You think about that for a second. You gotta love God. It's true. You gotta love the church. You gotta love the Christian brothers and sisters. You gotta seek them with your full heart. And you'll find them. Set your affections on things above. Not things of this earth. All right, now. Ready for the twist? Yeah. Ready for the twist? Okay, turn around just a second. Pay close attention. We're going to go into 1 Peter, 5th chapter, 8th verse. I'll give you another chart. Give me another chart. You ready for this one? Yeah. Remember, I'll. I'm still in here. 1611. Translated the English language of 1611. King James Version Bible. Still in this. Years and years ago. Just as real and just as current as today. As we walk up down this road, it's just exactly the same. It's just exactly the same. But I'm going to throw you the twist. Are you ready? Here we go. 5th chapter, 1 Peter, 8th verse says this. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because. Usually that means there's trouble coming. You ready for that? That word because. Your adversary. Uh-oh. Somebody's against you. Who in the world would that be? I'm, I'm seeking God. I'm trying to live for him. Who's my adversary? The devil. 
as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he made us So hang on a second. We've, we've been all over where you come up. Where are you supposed to be? Looking for God. Praying. Sackcloth and ashes. We've been through all those things. Just, some, just a few verses here. We'll say that. But then, it says, be sober. Be alert. Be aware. Won't you stop for a second listening to me? Won't you listen what I'm saying in here? Vigilant. What's that mean? Vigilant. Stay with it. Don't bury one way or the other. Stay straight. Because there's somebody after you. Now who in the world would be? Wait a minute. I'm on God's side. Who's going to be after me? Oh yeah. He's out there. How long does it take to get there? Truth. How long does it take to get there? Next thing you know, you're fighting with your Christian brothers and sisters yeah. over nothing. Yeah. Next thing you know, you got the feelings hurt. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. But it's okay. Just be vigilant. Leave that all out there on the porch. But whoever's still out there on the porch won't come in. Like I told you, that's how God gave it to me. And after all that, you're still on the porch. But guess who's on the porch with you? Your adversary. He's on the porch with you. He got his arm around you. Yep, I'd just stay right here. I wouldn't do nothing. But you go in there, don't you? Make things rough for the Lord and now you just stay out here with me. It's better out here. We're, we're good. Now as soon as you look, you'll find everything failed. Your cup will always be half empty. Never have to fail. You got his arm around you. Oh, he's up there teaching. Don't pay no mind to him. He's going on a bunch of stuff. You don't believe nothing he says. That's what they come. They don't believe nothing you say. I don't make it up, and I don't get a charge from anybody. I wait, because he wants to know if I'm looking. Yeah. Just send me something, see if I'm listening. And trust me, at 11.01, I'll start worrying about this. 11.01. Why you ever sit down there, I'm already worried about this. Because you know why? He wanted to know why I was listening or not. You know what else he wanted to know? Do you believe? Do you even believe what God said? Do you even believe what I wrote down for you? And you should be thankful for every word that's in here. But you're going to have to be so Wake up. This is not something to play around People's souls are in the balance. Yeah. And you're going to come seek. Lay aside all that mess out there. Because 
your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion. Isn't it kind of easy? It's going to come to you with everything that he has. Because he's looking for you. He's, he's excited when you fail. He's excited when you fall down flat on your face and everybody's watching. He's excited about that. But when you turn around and look and see where he's at, when you have a problem, he ain't nowhere to be found. He sends you out in a rabbit hunt somewhere and you ain't supposed to be and there you are in the middle of it and there you are and he's gone. And you're going to have to get on your knees and pray your way back. Like I said, God let you stomp the mud hole and it rain and fill full of mud and let you stand there until it dries up around your feet. Looking in the window trying to figure out what God's doing. Can you come see? Does it say right there that the devil can make it easy on them? We come for you and put your feet up and not have to worry about a thing? That's says he comes as a roaring lion. But who is he seeking? Whom he may He was looking to destroy you. He's looking to destroy your testimony. He's looking to destroy your life. He's looking to destroy everything that you ever did for God. To ruin your testimony. To ruin everything that He could ruin, possibly ruin. Or we sit back and blood. We sit back and in comfort and ease and Zion and think everything's going to be okay. And it ain't. So it's needful that we find where God wants us to be. Because there's a reason. Because this is coming to all of us. Yeah, it won't be me. <laughs> I got news for you. Yeah, it will. Trouble at your house, just hang on a second. When you get home, it's there. Let me sit on the porch. Are you following me? It's and you'll be saying this. Sure do wish I come seeking. Sure do wish that I had laid all that stuff aside. Sure do wish I'd follow what you had me do. So we got five, I guess five, maybe six authors of God put a pen in their hand, pull the spirit right down so it happens. Yeah. If you knock, with your whole heart, you love them. You seek it. You find it. Who you go? But if you're in a half-hearted backslid conditions and you don't you ain't even thought about God in 20 days. It's true. You're going to have to do some talking. You're going to have to do some asking. You're going to have to get in some sackcloth and ashes. You have to get down there before God and figure out where He's at in your life. And you'll figure out His righteousness, not yours. His glory, not yours. For others who are lost. 
That'll be our heart desire. Every day. I want everyone to hear kids to be saved. I want everyone that comes in that door to be saved. I want everyone in the whole world to be saved. That's a big, bold statement, but that's true. If I heard they had a revival and, and everybody in the whole planet got saved, that too, we did. I didn't say sign a card, I didn't say get your ears tickling and carrying on with a bunch of foolish and stuff. I'm talking about born again. And you claim to be that, there's some charge in here. There's some things that he's going to ask of us that you got to come see. You got to knock. You got to ask. With happy heart? Nope. That ain't going to get you. I think that's what the Lord wants. You might as well go back. Talk a little longer. Come see. Again, I'll tell you my burden. And you already know it. This is my burden. And I carry it every day. And it's right here. No matter what I'm doing, and where, where I'm at, or where I go, it's right here. Two things. This church, what you give me to do, and the laws that come in this church and leave the same yeah. See, if we come seeking, they ain't got choice. We come half-heartedly, they can come in. What if, what if they never come back? We fake. We didn't come see. We're more worried about what they're doing out there and hanging out with them than what God's doing in here. And I wonder a lot of times and I study and pray and think and God give me a lesson and you give me something. And they'll say, that sounds just like we said last week. Well, we got to get past that. Right. You want me to teach on something else? Move up and get right with God. That's all I can tell you. That's all I know. I got to. I have to. You should too. This place means more to me than anything. My Christian brothers and sisters, my family. Mainly, what God does for me every day. See, He'll open something up and see stuff. I still think about the lesson last week when He made me laugh. I thought that's funny. It was my desk. When it turned and said, Consider thyself. And I thought, But hang on a second. We're talking about somebody else's sin. We're talking about mine. I think about that last time when I said it. I thought that was kind of funny because I don't remember the last thing I thought. And I'm sitting there studying with you see what I said. See, God is wonderful. You gotta come see him. You gotta knock. You gotta ask. You gotta look. This is of no value. Sitting like that. There's a wealth inside here. Just one or two words. It's true. 
Come see. Come see. And guess what will happen? You'll find it. Sure. Thank you. You'll find it. Not that hard. Which would help. Again, we went through several riders here. Told you the same thing. Different ways. Different illustrations. And the last rider told you this. Somebody after you. You'll be sober and build it. Be strong. And who's right? And his. Yeah. I'll leave you a struggle. You'll follow him. You'll seek. You'll knock. He'll answer. When he answers, it'll be joyous. And guess what? It'll be joyous to the one who gets up. And they join in the battle with us. Yeah. We got a nice one. Yes. Like your little lesson. I appreciate the Lord and I appreciate my church. Appreciate you very much. Anybody got anything? Appreciate the teaching, Mark. Appreciate the truth, Mark. Yes. Appreciate that. Anybody? I appreciate it too, Lord. You used to talk about seeking him first and the, the church and how much you love the church. And I went back to what Dusty said one time. He said, you know, it seems like I've spent my whole life scheduling everything outside of this place around this place. He said, I had to look to see if I had church first. He said, nowadays we've got it all backwards. We have to schedule church and come to church when we don't have anything else that's going on. And I thought, boy, that's so true. But I always want to be me saying, let me look first to see if God's house. Yeah. I don't want to put him second. I want to put him first. That's right. I appreciate that. Love my church too. Love the church. appreciate that. Anybody else? Really want to be first. Yeah. Want to be first. Yeah. Like I tell you, my partner is. Sometimes you'll sit around and you'll be like, well, I know they'll be there. I know they'll be there when you have things going on. Maybe you're doing this. Maybe you're doing that. And I said, I want to be one of those people that when people are like, what day is going to come? They'll say, well, I know she'll be there. It's what I want to be. I want to be dependable. I want the Lord to be able to depend on me. If it's just for something little. I know many times he's not been able to depend on me and not let him down. Oh, me. But just want to do better and learn more about him. And,
Right. 